Welcome to the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, October 27th, 2019. What's going on? How are you? It's Quinn David Furness. This is my show. We're coming to you live from the far north side of Chicago. What's happening? It is a uh, brisk but nice fall day outside. The leaves are... Check this out. You got this tree, almost nothing left. Next door, you got green, lush. I think that's a... Uh, what kind of tree is that, Ab? Uh, I think it's a... Maple or oak, maybe. Mm, I think it's like a deciduous or something. There's some some kind of categorization because you got kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, and species. So it falls into one of those, but I think it's some sort of coaxulation deciduous. It might be a red-bellied maple not sure uh but uh yeah we're, we we got a, a halloween expert for the show today which we thought would be a good idea seeing as uh halloween is in about four days here uh abby furnace making uh i don't know second third maybe fourth appearance in the beantown podcast what's going on how are you doing great it's an honor to be back on the show i've only ever been on in like with groups of people so i think this is the first time i've been on by myself with you. Ooh, Shisto's taking the uh, Beantown podcast by storm, and I say Shisto. Uh, some of you might not know that Abby is uh, full of nicknames. Ab, if you, if you had to list your top 10 favorite nicknames, where where would you start? What's number 10? Uh, number 10? Oh, man, I don't even know where to start. I'll just give you my top five. Okay, well, I, I, feel like, I feel like we're getting shortchanged a little bit, but uh, let's go number three, number four, number one, five, and then two. Number three? Mm-hmm. Probably PPM, but it has two meanings, Peaches, Paul, and Mary, and as Brother Dom liked to call it, parts per million. So that's got a couple different meanings. I go by PPM, sign a lot of birthday cards with PPM. Um, that'd be number three. What number do you want me to go next? I don't know. All right. Well, I'll just go to number two. Number two, um, I'll go Nutty Biscuits right now just because it's my fantasy football name. Um, it's just fun to say, I think. Um, let's see. Number four, Dutch Baby. I also don't remember where that came from, but that's always that's just fun. Um, but number one, probably Shishtawook. Which Ooh, Quinn, do you remember what that, that is? That's a Mediterranean dish of some kind, probably from Greece or Macedonia or Albania, perhaps. Tough to tell. Not sure. Yeah, when Walt graduated from NYU or NIU, NIU with his masters, we went out to dinner and it was a Mediterranean restaurant and it was on the menu. And well, you're in my phone as uh, let's see. Well, I'm looking at that. What's what's your number five? Number five. <coughs> uh, number five would be Gananga Gap. Well, that's a tough one to say. How do you, how would you spell that? Can't even can't even give you. It starts with a mm. G. Yeah, keep going. G G A G A N U G N A P. Or, nope, I don't know. I messed that up. I can't, can't well, see it. Well, it's, it's basically a palindrome, so if you can get the first half of it, then you already have the second half. But Gananga uh, Gap, what does that one mean? I believe that's like a, 
mythology. It's a mythological character, but I don't remember which one. I think that was the. Uh, I think that's the uh, name name of the Pegasus, but in Roman mythology, mm. instead, Ganungagap, which is the horse that Thor rides on, which is pretty neat. Uh, what What are your thoughts on Natalie Portman taking over as the new Thor? News to me. Yeah, it broke like months ago. So she, so you know, she's in Thor one and two, Thor: The Dark World. I've never actually watched and Thor. And she plays Jane something. I don't know. Thor's, you know, the the Australian's lady friend. Okay. And then she got she left the franchise. She was never in those Avengers movies, but apparently she's coming back as like Lady Thor or something like that. I don't know. Sounds pretty cool. Nice. I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Should be a lot of fun. She uh, hasn't been anything recently, has she? Well. She's been in a lot of things, but nothing recently, I don't think. Well, what did you see Annihilation? No. All right. Well, for those, a lot of movies. for those who are still hanging on at home, it was uh, Shishtauk Sledgehog Sally is officially what. Sledgehog Sally. Yeah, it's a good one. It's my, It might be... Uh, one and a half, like the Lion King one and a half. You know, everyone's talking about, hey, did you see the new Lion King? And I'm saying, hey, you know, there's Lion King one and a half and a Lion King two that everyone's just choosing not to remember. And those movies are pristine. Put them in the uh, AFI list, 100 years, 100 and a half sequels. That's the list I want. Um we should mention before we go any further that listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast number one. We got Shish on the show, and apparently she'll uh, say Shish that's not appropriate for younger people's ears. And number two, <laughs> that was tough to get through. Um, number two, the podcast is objectively terrible, although always a little bit better when we have guests on. And I'll I'll say this, hey, this could very well be your first time listening to the Beantown Podcast because we did some big time marketing and advertising uh, over the weekend. Uh, the big story over the summer, of course, was our iHeart Beantown buttons. And you may have one, you may not, but uh, we did a lot of handing out of the Beantown buttons this past weekend. Had a surprise birthday party for hashtag friend of the podcast. Walter Furness has been on many times before. And we were able to distribute a lot of buttons. The bag went from like... 95% full down to like 93% full. So we are making waves. And, you know, everyone kept talking about that Beantown podcast. And I don't really, you know, I was kind of lying low. And you know, I was like, oh, Quinn probably has some buttons. And I was like, oh, geez, I, I bet I do. Let me check uh, the the bag that I definitely didn't pack. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, if this if this is the episode that helps us go viral, then... That's exciting for us. Uh, but we're here to talk about Halloween a little bit because it's coming up in four days. And, and before we started recording, Sister mentioned that uh, she was going to a Halloween party uh, on Halloween day, proper Halloween, uh, but she didn't know what she was going to dress up as. So Ab... Let's walk through the process here. What's what? What kind of costumes are in play for you this year? What do you What are you considering? Uh, what's off limits? How far will you go? Uh, take us through your thought process here. Well, first and foremost. 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 What does that mean? Foremost. What part of speech is that? I think that's like a. 
preposition squared or Form- something. Firmerst. <laughs> I want something that's going to be comfortable. You know, it's going to be cold, probably walking to different places if we go downtown. I mean, but I also don't want to be like super warm because it's like dressed really warm because it's going to be hot in the places we get to. So I want to be comfortable. Not too hot, not too cold, not too much skin showing, I guess. Um, yeah, something easy to put together last minute because that's what's going to happen because I'll fly back to Ben tomorrow night and uh, not have a whole lot of time to put together a costume. So something easy, preferably something that I own already rather than having to go to a store and find a costume because that never works for me. I tried and just takes way too long. Can't find anything in my size. So, yeah, something simple, something I already have. Seems like we've narrowed it down from about a million potential options down to about 999,000. So um, let's... Let me let me throw something at you here. Would you consider dressing up as Alton John, Central Park, 1980, dressed as Donald Duck, which he changed into for his encore performance? Because I think, and the listeners at home, you can Google image this, but it could be fun and something you probably already own. Now, I would agree it looks really fun. Um, I don't own anything that would make a costume like that. Unfortunately. Hmm. That's a shame. Um, what about one of these numbers? We're just going through the Ellen John Google image searches now. Yeah. I mean, all the costumes look amazing. I don't own anything. Can you that make your hair look like this? I can make my hair not look like that. Hmm. What about that one? We're now looking at a purple mohawk that Sir Elton is sporting. If I could sport a mohawk, it'd be pretty awesome. Well, you just got to maybe, maybe head to... Like that Head to, like this? Yeah. Do you even have glasses like that? Or a receding hairline? No. Or chest hair? Painted on. Mm, Painted chest hair. That sounds like a lot of work. Uh, So it sounds like you're looking for something simple, sleek, elegant, but not too hot, not too cold. Not really sure how that really narrows anything down. But, uh, well, let's, let's kind of talk, talk through the history of Halloween here. What, what are some costumes you've done in the past? Um, last year I didn't have a costume, so I wore all black. Um. And that was like a Colin Kaepernick statement or what? That was just, it was, I was all black, so I think people thought I was a server at the place I was at. You dressed as the, uh, New Zealand rugby football, or, uh, the rugby team, the All Blacks, I see. It's very, uh, meta, very niche, very third level. Uh, what was the restaurant you were at? Um, I'm trying to remember. It was my roommate and I just went downtown in Eugene, and we went into a couple different places. Now, when you say your roommate, you mean your mom, or your dad, uh, or no, your dog? No, this was when I was in... Um, day treatment and I lived with uh, somebody. I see. And so we, it, she just gotten out of residential. I just got out of residential. We had no costumes but wanted to go out and see costumes. Mm, okay. What about prior to that? Year before that, I was Where's Waldo? But like Mrs. Waldo, I guess. Mm, like I didn't know there was a Mrs. Waldo. Um, I ran into someone at a place downtown who actually was dressed up as Where's Waldo? And so we have a picture of us together. Wow, that's fun. Yeah. 
Are you are you against reusing past year's Halloween costumes? Oh no, not at all. So uh, I don't think I have any of that stuff. Though. What happened? Where did Waldo go? Million dollar question. It seems like it's kind of hard to lose, you know, candy cane striped clothing. I have the socks for it, but I think the shirt doesn't fit me anymore. So I got rid of the shirt that I, because I just had, wore a red shirt, red and white shirt that I had. But I don't think it fits me more, so I'm pretty sure I got rid of it. And then the little headband thing that came with it to have the little hat, that like already didn't fit when I got it. And so I think I it either broke when we were moving or I threw it out when we moved. What if you just buy 100 candy canes and you melt them down on the stovetop and then... Obviously, the red and the white colors will stay separated, and then you could just pour it all over yourself. You could do one of those uh, like body paint things, like Kate Upton does, where they wear no clothes but they like paint the jeans on, mm-hmm. and so it looks like you're wearing pants but you're really naked. It could be fun. It uh, could really spice up the energy in Central Oregon. Just Dude, something I could go to as consider. Tobias and paint myself blue. Uh, Tobias Funke of Arrested Development uh, fame, you'd have to probably get permission from David Cross or else he'd slap a lawsuit on you. So you got to be careful. Uh, Okay. What what about before Waldo? Year before that, um, I was um, Superman, maybe? Hmm. You a big Marvel fan? Superman's DC. Well, that wasn't my question, though. Marvel, yeah. I don't mind Marvel. But you've never seen Natalie Portman in Thor, so it seems like like there are differing opinions here. (laughs) I only actually Hmm. like the Avenger movies. Ab's story changes faster than a chameleon on Where's Waldo Day. Bump, bump, bump. I don't mind Marvel. I don't. I just don't want to sit down and watch all the Marvel movies. Bump, bump, bump. I haven't seen the last Avengers either. I know who all dies. Spoiler but... alert! Wow. Sorry. That was a close one. I do like the Spider-Man movies, the ones with um, Tom Holland. You can just get out of here and never come back. Sorry. Because this is a welcoming place where we support the true Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi series with uh, J.K. Rawlings and uh, Franco and Dunst. and uh, a classic. I do like... (laughs) Whatever Uncle Ben's name is. I always forget that actor's name. What's that guy's name? I have no idea. I'll look it up. Clint something... No, that's not it. No, I didn't you got Rosemary like a, Harris. I didn't think he was like a famous guy. Very famous actor. You just don't know him because you're young. Um, what's his name? The un- Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben actor. Oh, Cliff Robertson. Cliff Robertson. Oh, man. Unforgettable performance. Eight minutes of screen time. 17 lines. Absolutely killed it as Uncle Ben Parker. 
Uh, this would be a good time to take a quick break and uh, hear from our sponsors. And Abby so generously agreed to read the ads before we started recording, which we really appreciate uh, her, her agreeing to do that. And she's wearing her glasses so she can read it, uh, unlike me on a usual week-to-week basis. So let's get started uh, with that, that top paragraph here, Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector, you can call, you can trust <coughs> call Steve at 541-410-0316 or visit homeprideoregon.com. That's 541-410-0316 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. All right, and uh, how do these Samson Q2U series mics sound to you? How, what's what's the grip like? How do you feel talking into into them? What what do they make you feel? Who me? Yeah. Oh, I feel great. I feel powerful. I feel like I have a voice. Mm, I like that. I feel like I have a voice. You got to find a way to incorporate that. Don't forget, the listeners, when God speaks, He uses a Samson. Uh, and uh, I noticed Abby earlier in admiring my four TV guide copies. As a reminder, that's all we got uh, from our free giveaway. I mentioned on the podcast, I think two weeks ago, that I was going to go into my email to try to track down whatever happened to the rest, my other 48 TV guides. Uh, the like order confirmation email that I have has no link, no nothing, excuse me, so... Uh, it seems like a little bit of a lost cause, but yeah, uh, I don't really know what's on television after April of 2019. So the last six months have really been a blur, uh, and I haven't been able to, to watch too much television, but, uh, oh, well, Ab, you got any fall shows that you're keeping your eye on this season? I always watch This Is Us. And that's the one with the crock pot, right? Yep. Oh, man. I always get that confused with Brothers and Sisters. Oh, Brothers and Sisters, so good. That was on from, like, 2006 to 2011 or something. Mom and I actually just started rewatching that on Hulu. Wow. Sounds like it's going to take you a long time to get through it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, any any other shows you're keeping your eye on? Um, this is us. There's a couple of shows that I want to watch, but I don't have... Um, like access to them, I guess, like HBO or something, or mm, which shows? Um, I Big Little Lies, which has been out for a while. I read the book and I've only seen part of the first season. Um, mm-hmm. What's that one like? That's um, um, I it's uh, I don't know how to say it without ruining anything. Mm, great description. What it's, else? It's it's suspenseful, I would say. Oh. Okay, that really narrowed it down. That's good. Mystery. Any other shows? Um, not new shows. Just I rewatch the same things over and over. Mm, like the Love Boat and Cheers. No, I, but I do watch Cheers from time to time. What about the Brady Bunch? I actually just watched the Brady Bunch a few episodes not that long ago, a few weeks ago. Mm, what's your favorite episode? Um, 
episode of the Brady Bunch. I don't know, actually. Mm. I, I like the one where the Gilligan's Island. I like the one where Tiger gets run over, and then they never talk about That's it. That's not an episode. Well, it's uh, behind the scenes, so you had to have the DVD cut. Let's see. Uh, we got one more ad read here. You want to read cuts by Q? I gotta see. Yeah, that's right. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle, we all love it. But how many Chicago based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995. It's probably one of the best barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and the Chicagoland. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between. Call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. That's cuts, Q-U-T-Z by Q at yahoo.com. Oh, and you need a fresh do, something snappy and new. Call the experts at Cuts by Q. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reading the ads. Um, <laughs> Really, uh, just, you know, a different interpretation, different uh, cadences, no song, no snap, no zip. That's okay. Ab's a straightforward reader. She just goes right for the jugular and moves on. She's all business in the front and all business in the back. Uh, we're talking about Halloween 2019 here on the Beantown podcast, and I thought we would take a little bit of a Today Show spin with this. None of the uh, uh, Matt Lauer sexual uh, allegations style stuff. I'm thinking more fun arts and crafts. So, Ab, take us through some fun arts and crafts, Halloween-themed, that you can do with your family this fall season. Oh, you can definitely get a pumpkin and carve it or decorate a pumpkin, paint a pumpkin. Paint a pumpkin? Paint on a pumpkin. What would you paint? Um, I've seen people paint like a black cat on it um, or make like a face on it so that so if they don't want to carve, you could paint a face on the pumpkin. It kind of sounds like Wilson the Volleyball from Castaway. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Would you recommend bloodying up your hand and putting a handprint on a, your pumpkin this Halloween season? No, I would say if you want to put a handprint in the monument to look like blood, just use red paint. Mm, seems less authentic, but continue. I know. If for, but for the kids, you know, you don't want your kids' hand bloody. Well, maybe maybe they already cut their hand or something, and you're just, you know, it's like, well, it's, you're already bleeding out, so we might as well a lot of blood. get a pumpkin. I know if I cut my hand, my first thought would be, hey, the pumpkins are only $2 at the grocery store before this clots up. Let me, you know, run down there and make a purchase. Just things to consider. I think efficiency is underrated in today's society. So just something to keep in mind moving forward. What else could you do? Um, I'm trying to think of other crafts. Um, so you could do you could get like leaves and I mean it's not it's less of a craft I guess, but since it's fall you can like press leaves. Um. And where does the bloody handprint come into play with those? It doesn't. There's no bloody handprint mm, in those, Okay, well, try to stay on theme, but okay. Uh, what other? I mean, this isn't necessarily a craft, but if you like decorating for Halloween with, like, getting the fake cobwebs and stuff, or, if you know, real cobwebs, you use those. Um, but, yeah, you could. Ha- the kids can help decorate for Halloween. That's always fun. Hmm. 
Now, you've mentioned in the past one of your favorite fall-related activities is bobbling for apples. Tell us a little bit more about that and how it differs from your traditional bobbing for apples. Bobbling for apples? Mm-hmm. I believe you've been on record in the past uh, using that phrase. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Um, it's different in the sense of when you're bobbing for apples, you, you, you're in and out fast. You grab the apple, get out. <laughs> Bobbling your little, um, it's a slower process. What about for those of us who can't hold our breath much longer than we normally would when we're bobbing for apples? Um, that's when you use like a straw, like you use it for, you stick a straw in and you have the straw stick down in the water. So it's like a blowhole kind of, but I wouldn't, don't know if that wouldn't works. you have to turn your head to the side to make a straight straw stick out you of get the water? You these type of straws. Oh, well, well, if you're breathing through a straw, then what's what's happening while you're underwater? I'm not sure. I didn't think about that. Seems like you would just be holding your head underwater, <laughs> breathing through a straw. Unless you can somehow <laughs> have a removable jaw or something that you could, like one of those aliens that sticks their teeth out and tries to eat Sigourney Weaver, that maybe you could bob for apples while you're bobbling for water but it's an interesting concept i think we might have to try it later i have a four gallon pot on the stove and maybe we can practice i don't have any bendy straws though so we might be out of luck got my metal straw but it's not bendy either it's bendy if you if we heat it up and then be like a blacksmith gonna make be making some some chili after we finish recording here uh chili is a fun fall dish the whole family can enjoy uh it can be made even more fun though with secret ingredients so ab what what when it comes to your chili recipe not that we're cooking it tonight because uh i'd be concerned for my own safety but if you were making a pot of chili at home what kind of secret ingredients would you be throwing in there Mm, i'd try Put in a few like spicy peppers in there. Spicy peppers. Like, is that what they're called? <laughs> no, like jalapenos. Um, but like, just cut like slice them a little bit and let them soak in the in the chili. But take them out when you're serving. Mm, and what would that add? Just a little bit of hot spicy flavor. And why do you prefer that over your traditional red chili pepper flakes? Um, I would do both, I guess. Actually. Well, that sounds pretty hot. Um, yeah, I don't prefer it over the other. I would just do both. Okay, what else? Um, I put multiple different kinds of meat in it, not just mm. like ground beef or ground turkey, whichever you prefer. Okay, so so what other types are we talking about here? Um, I would do like Italian sausage, like cut them up a little bit smaller. Um. Maybe chicken instead. Chicken. Wow. Expand on that. Like cut up pieces of chicken. I don't know. I make like chicken spaghetti. And so, <laughs> I don't know. This is a reminder that Ab's giving you her secret ingredients for chicken spaghetti. What, <laughs> others, what other ingredients would you throw into chicken spaghetti? No, I mean for chili. Oh, I thought we had switched and no, we were I'm now talking like, about chicken like spaghetti. I chicken spaghetti, but... So let's run down the list of ingredients here. We got hot peppers, or spicy peppers, excuse me. We have red hot chili flakes. 
We have potentially ground beef, ground turkey, Italian sausage, chicken, and spaghetti. Is there anything else you throw in your chili, or is that pretty much it? Mm, that's probably mine. Oh, some beans. I need beans in there. Beans and spaghetti well, no spa- in one no dish? No spaghetti. Take the spaghetti out. Okay, so... Sorry. No spaghetti. So chicken and spaghetti minus the spaghetti plus yeah. some beans. Baby, you got a chili going. Could be tasty. I can't. There's a beans that we use in um, our white bean chili that I make, and I can't remember what the name of those beans are, but those are really good. White bean chili sounds pretty tasty. It is pretty tasty. Mm, Just watch out for spaghetti, because sometimes Ab will throw it in, (laughs) anyways. Yeah. Uh, You you have any other uh, other closing thoughts as we get to the half hour mark here on on Halloween this year? Things we should know. Things we should avoid. Things you should know. Hmm. What about things you should avoid? Things you should avoid on Halloween. Don't scare the little children while they're trick-or-treating. Like, but if you really were already committed to, to doing that, what would, be, what would be a really good way to scare somebody? Jumping out from a dark alley? Mm, I was thinking more like showing them... Uh, your tax returns or something, but uh, different different uh, reasons for different seasons, as they if say. If you use a chainsaw this holiday season to scare a part of your costume, make sure you take the blade out. Or just leave it on and just be careful. That too. You know, maybe you want to cut down a tree later or a person. Always fun. Yeah. Any other Any other thoughts here? No, I'm just glad to be on. It's been fun and it's been real. It's been real fun. Sounds like something a friend of the podcast, Matt Fiedler, would say. Don't forget, we have uh, episodes of the White Noise podcast. You can listen to them wherever podcasts are listened to. You can also find the Beantown podcast uh, all over the place. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, sometimes YouTube, not always, uh, BeantownPodcast.com, not CastBox, uh, Spotify, yes, uh, Apple, yes, iTunes, yes, Google Play, yes, uh, other places, no. It really is kind of hit or miss. So you can find us everywhere we are and nowhere we aren't. Um, and you can also email us anytime, uh, day or night, 365, 24-7, at com. Again, that's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T, podcast, at yahoo.com. Tweet at us. We're at Beantowncast, and we love hearing from the listeners. Uh, any closing thoughts, sister? No, it's been a great weekend in Chicago, minus being cold and rainy in a football game, but it's mm-hmm. been a really fun weekend. Glad I could make it out. Glad I could be on the podcast. It's always fun and excited to see you in a few weeks. And what's the best kind of white cloth flavor? Ooh, best white cloth flavor is mango, hands down, because there's no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> you heard it here first. Drink white claw and... Break the Law, live from Chicago, Illinois. Thanks to Sister Abby Furness for coming on the podcast. And uh, you can follow her on Twitter at... Uh, Ab Furness 11. Ab Furness 11 and Instagram at... Ab underscore Furness 11. Ab underscore Furness 11, all one word. All right, thanks for tuning in. If this was your first time or if this was your... Oh, what are we at? Episode about 90-ish? 
close, getting close to a hundred, uh, pretty special, pretty cool. Uh, the goal is 10,000 and then retire, uh, for all of us here at Beantown podcast. Thanks to our guests from coming on for coming on. Excuse me. We will check in on you next time.